This is Radio Free Cybertron with your host, Brian Kilby, featuring Chris, Don, Rob, Diecast, John, and Melvar. For the latest Transformer news, reviews, and more, visit tformers.com. All right, this is Radio Free Cybertron, episode 677. I'm hosting this week because Brian Kilby is down with the sickness or something. We we don't really know. He just he sounds terrible and doesn't want to talk to us this week. Shut up. Go away. Okay. Go away. Wow, that guy got really mean spirited really fast, and I'm not sorry. Um, so this week with me, I have Headmaster Don, fresh back from Computer Oblivion. Uh, he's muted right now, but he's waving for those not able to see the video. Uh, Diecast is here. Hey, everybody. Uh, Melvar, Matt. Hey, how's it going? And we've got Rob Clay. Hi. And John DeLuna is somewhere off in the studio audience, but who knows, he may speak up here and there. Okay, I'm just giving him a bit in case he was going to speak up here or there. Um, <laughs> well, he says he says no in our internal Skype chat, so we'll we'll see how long that lasts. Uh, so this week we've got a few news items, but before we get to that, of course, um, we would like to tell you about some of the things we have going on. Uh, of course, our Patreon is ongoing. Um, as Brian says, we're kind of doing a soft sell right now because various things are going on and, you know, not everybody's in a position to help directly, but if you can, that's great. We appreciate you. We appreciate everybody uh, who's been helping support what we're doing here, especially with me and Rob coming on full time to do blogging, podcasting, and toy detectiving. Um, tfradio.net slash Patreon or patreon.com slash tfradio. It works either way you do it. Um, various tiers and of course if you're a touch patron you'll get thanks specifically at the end of the episode uh, i've got the list right here all up to date for this week because uh brian has to give that to me or else i don't know who to thank correctly because he has all the passwords and i don't um let's see i believe we posted a um an rfc throwback episode uh just recently that was the power core combiners episode if i'm not mistaken you are correct um, and I, I particularly love Power Core Combiners, so it's weird. I haven't actually listened to that episode myself yet, but I, I think everybody should because Power Core Combiners were awesome, and we should all remember that. It was an amazing experiment, and I just kind of wish it had gone over better. Uh, of course, you can um, watch the live stream at tfradio.net slash live if you're not already. And if you want to chat with us during the show, we have our Discord server at tfradio.net slash Discord. Uh, that's like the only place I watch the chat go by. So, you know, if you want to talk to us, that's the best place to do it. Of course, we still have our, uh, you know, YouTube chat. We're on Twitter, probably streaming right now, too. But um, Discord's where the main action happens. So come hang out. You can do it all in your browser. Don't have to download anything. Uh, so let's see. I think that covers everything. It covers everything I can do off the top of my head. So that'll probably be good enough. Um, Brian can come back in and clean this up in editing. I'm sure. Uh, so with that said, did anybody get anything? And I'm going to go first just because I can. Uh, so this week I'm going to start with some off topic because GameStop had a sale this week or this weekend. It was over the weekend. Um, for various like exclusive things they had in stock and nobody was buying. So I got things such as a uh, lightning collection, uh, psycho blue, very which nice was like $5. Wow. I got the, uh, psycho red and lost galaxy red two pack. That was $10. Ooh. Also very wow. nice. And I got Goldar, which was another $5. So no way. Uh, for tw- 
for for twenty dollars, I got almost ninety dollars worth of lightning wow. collection figures. That's going awesome. By original value, that is GameStop, great. GameStop has either exclusive single figures of, at almost twenty five dollars each, and that two pack was forty. So. I obviously have not opened any of them yet. Uh, I, I'll get around to that someday when I'm desperate for like a new toy fix, I'm sure. But, you know, they're all very nice looking. And I was very pleased my Goldar actually has its lower body on the correct direction. Uh, I, I saw one when these first came out that was like sealed in package, but the entire lower half of the body was reversed. <laughs> it looked very painful. Um, so aside from that... So this isn't really, this is especially off topic, but it's kind of interesting to me. I was at Walmart the other day, uh, a necessary trip, not, you know, frivolous uh, shopping and hunting around, but I walked through the clearance aisle as I usually do. And I, it caught my eye. This is um, an off-camera flash. It's Walmart's in-store brand, the ONN. Uh, it was marked mm-hmm. down to $9. Nice. Huh. Uh, I haven't tried to use it yet. It runs off of AA batteries. I'm, I'm, convinced it's probably garbage but for nine dollars it's at least like suitable as a toy to kind of figure out like do i like how off-camera flash works for my photography so as soon as i go spend another you know eight or nine dollars on a package of batteries to start feeding this with i'll probably mess around with that so but that Chris, was, that was that, kind of an entertaining yes Don. Yeah. is that like a add-on flash like the old pentax add-on flashes that with a hot shoe mount or is that like a standalone yeah, hot shoe. It is okay. It, I, so, I didn't even so realize will, they carry those anymore. Yeah, so it will attach the hot shoe, but it also comes with it comes with an adapter foot. You can use this completely off the camera. It's got an optical sensor, so it will trigger as a slave flash if you use your on-camera flash or if you have another flash unit. Wow, because uh, back when I was running a photo lab, we had like the the slide-on Pentax hot shoe hot shoe at you know for the for the extra yeah. flash more than the camera they were running like 60 bucks and that was you know 10 15 years ago yeah so the so, clearance uh, sticker on this says the original price was 3862 but i think that was the previous reduction price cuz i i'm positive i've seen these at walmart for about 60 dollars yeah. originally for this very same thing um, that's, that's an they, incredible deal if it's, if it's decent that's an incredible deal yeah. I think I think up to a point, you know, a camera flash as long as the as long as the light emitting part itself doesn't just like explode the first time you use it, you know, it's going to emit light to a fairly powerful degree. What this lacks compared to um, you know, something fancier higher price point, there's not like an LCD display on the back to show you the settings. It's just um, you know, a series of staged lights and stuff. Uh, and you cycle through that way. It's, you know, it's not the most user-friendly interface kind of thing. Um, and it's probably not super powerful like some of the other ones could be. But again, for $9, this will do at least enough to tell me, do I want to invest more in going to this kind of system? Um, so my one on-topic thing is thanks to Don, who sent me a uh, Netflix War for Cybertron scrap face. Nice. Uh, I haven't opened this yet, but uh, just looking at it in the package, I can totally see why Matt decided to uh, strip some of the paint off of it and redo some of the battle damage, because the uh, red blobs on the shins do look kind of dumb. Yeah, my local Walmart, when I stopped in for uh, Massey Food, um, had got the shipper in in the the two or three days it had been since I'd been there, and they had put the shipper out in the main aisle but put a $20 price tag covering the entire shipper. 
So, so yeah, so it's like I told the person in toys, you know, the stuff on the bottom is like forty four, thirty nine, and fifty nine dollars. So, you know, that you might need to move that. But uh, there, I, I looked through what was left, and actually, there was only, I think that was the la- the last scrap face that was there, and then we had like two or three mirages at all. I mean, so so apparently that shipper was really was mostly laid out for. You know, the other deluxes, because there's the, when I was there a day or two later to pick up my prescriptions, there was still like five side swipes and <laughs> six hounds still in the shipper and everything. And there was like one chromia. So even the, even the other chromias had left. Yeah. So, so. from uh, we saw at one point where someone had uh, opened up a fresh case of those uh, Netflix deluxes and scrap face is one per case. And I think Chromia might've also been one to a case, which is a surprisingly smart move uh, relative to, you know, putting Chromia back out there in the first place. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's one yeah. thing I've noticed through the years is when Walmart goes a long time without getting current product in, sometimes they will get a shipper full of that. So oh, I've, yeah. I've noticed that I've noticed that in the, in the past that if you keep checking Walmart for new stuff that's been out for a while, chances are there's probably a shipper involved somewhere down the road, and that's why they're not getting individual product because it's all being allocated to create the shippers. Because I've seen that on multiple lines through the years. Yeah, and you know, up until the the display unit came into my local Walmart, I had not seen one Earthrise toy in person ever. Like it never got stocked at my local Walmart in any capacity. They've basically been sitting on two siege chromias for the last several months. Um, ever since the, ever since what was left over after I got Spinister and Crosshairs, they have not had a restock of deluxes. So it all just whittled back down to those two chromias, and that's been since what November. Oh yeah. So you know that's that's pretty bad. Um, it was it's good to see new product out. Um, I wish I would have got to my Walmart in time to get the scrap faces from this display unit. But you know, one down, two to go. If I want to make a, a Netflix camera. Um, okay, so why don't we? Since um, are you muted? I was gonna say, Don, why don't you go next? But we'll wait for you to unmute. Um, I just, oh, I just right. did. Uh, cool, apparently, not opening up. Yeah. I got absolutely nothing, not a damn thing. Well, because after the me. after the last two things with Grinder and you could those have guys, something on the way. I don't know. Well, I do, but it's from Brian, and we all know what it is. So I'll talk about that next week. I mean, I don't know what it is, but I guess we'll find out next week. I also have something on the way from Brian, which should be here yeah. tomorrow. So it it wasn't it wasn't for lack of looking. It's just. Again, after what I spent the last two weeks, I used a lot of overtime on this stuff. But again, it was the Dungeons and Dragons figures that I revealed last week was like two hundred and fifty dollars less than what they would have been. The grinder was about three hundred less than what the closest nearest price was. So, but I looked um, Target restocked again with more Star Screams and more Grapples, but they have still not put anything else Earthrise out. Although they did, they did restock Sentinel Prime and Scrapper, and those were gone the next time I went there too. So stuff showing up. It's just that's why I'm worried about this Target two pack of the uh, Skywarp and Thundercracker. Is there some of the Marvel stuff is getting out? Like I saw the Red Hulks one time. The the Black Widow deluxe sets are still there. Uh, 
but they're just not putting out the Transformers other than it's Cyberverse. And then a few, it's like they just got in Mixmaster, the Mixmaster Megatron wave for the first time in the last month. You know, what you were saying before about um, Walmart with their display units, maybe Target is getting ready for another Transformers end cap to coincide with when they get the Seekers and clones. You know, you're right. I didn't even think about that. But now, is it in the news about the about the two packs? Is that in the news? I, I didn't. It's not in the it. news, but we can go ahead and mention uh, Target has put up on their website the list, the pre-order. Well, not even pre-order. They're, the product listings for the Seeker two pack, Thundercracker, and Skywar, and the Decepticon clones. They're both said it's sold out right now, but they're up there, so you can at least bookmark them. Okay, uh, Matt, what did you get this week? Uh, I completed my next my Netflix camera. Oh, good. How is it? Uh, it's the reflectors just in different colors. I mean, trying to trying to make a podcast here, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I have a third I camera mean, now. I mean, I mean now we, it will we, be interesting. We talked about them. Yeah, it will be interesting to see if Doctor Wu or Non F or somebody does a color set for that, similar to the Hasbro set that came with their exclusive that was on uh, that was on Hasbro Pulse so it'd be nice to see if there's an accessory set coming out for that to sort of beef it up like the toy color version did uh, last year yeah if they were going to do that I would I would have to imagine they would have done it for the regular release first well I think uh maybe something like Shockwave Lab or something like there was some add-on accessory parts for the original version of Reflector I just don't remember it was it was short run or something i don't remember who did it that's why i'm thinking shockwave lab uh, but i i have uh fixed the paint job on all three legs but i need to go around and do some cleanup on the edges so mm. I, I just finished painting it up like a couple hours ago uh you know in those colors though looks really good yeah yeah it does and i also got hot link the the one hot link i've seen and i must nice. say the the purple shows through a lot better in hand on the on the toy that did in pictures yeah which i i find to be kind of a relief because i mean there's still way too much way too much like soot type battle damage on yeah but the the purple does show through a lot better you can tell he's actually supposed to be a purple transformer and what's nice about him is the um the differentiate differentiation of the purples really stands out better in person than it looks like it's a lot more uniform but to me in hand, the, the, the lighter purple really breaks up that dark deco a lot better than it looks in person as well. And I, I really like like the weird sea foamy color of his target masters too. It just speaks to me. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping someone will do like the uh, the flamethrower for him that he was supposed to kind of cause uh, Make Toys was doing the the uh, crowdfunding for that seeker from um, More Than Meets the Eye Part One that has the flamethrower. And uh, I was, I'm hoping maybe someone will do a third party or an add-on piece that'll give him like you know his correct weapon if you wanted to give him like the the flamethrower gun. Although, from what I remember, the flamethrower thing that Seeker was holding in the cartoon didn't look significantly different from just like the null ray on Starscream's arm. So you could, I, you, you I, could I just grab I, a yeah. Seeker weapon and have him handhold that and basically be there already. Okay, well, I thought he had the hose that ran, like, off 
model somewhere. I, I was thinking he had a, a shockwave like hose that was powering the thing as well. I mean, it's but I, possible. I don't remember that clearly. I just remember like the basic shape of it. Oh, darn. I'll have to go back and watch more than meets the eye again. What a shame. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, so, at least it's not season two. Yeah. So I, ha- I have eight of that seeker mold now. <laughs> eight? That's, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do too. Damn. Yeah. The seeker mold that I don't even like, but damn it, I I I said if they did remakers, if they did rainmakers, I'd buy them. And those bastards made rainmakers. So Matt, do we even have an intervention on, on the seeker? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Please save me. I say, well, myself. we'll do it. We'll do an intervention with you. And when I have as many mirages as you do seekers, then y'all can have one for me. First, I don't think you'll ever probably have going to be mirages. the end of me. So, so I'm nominating literal cries for help as this week's episode title. <laughs> Someone make a note of that. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it probably couldn't hurt. Uh, right. This is something th- we've thought about from time to time. I think all of us. That, that's all I got this week because that's the only thing I want out of the, the, those Netflix figures. I got what I want, so I'm good. Fair enough. Uh, Rob. I actually got quite a bit of stuff this week. So, oh, this uh, might have been a mistake to go to you next then. No, go ahead. Uh, okay, so uh, first off, I got all of the Lightning Collection stuff you got. I, I have actually had a chance to open that. So Awesome. Um, they are all excellent figures. I, I am really pleased with all of them, but the, the highlight is actually Goldar, which I was not expecting yep. for some He's reason. He's so good. He, is, he great. is. He is excellent. He has great articulation. The sculpt is just fantastic um the his body armor is a separate rubberized piece and there's just something about that that i just love it just feels good in your hand i i can't Mm. even explain why exactly but this is one of the this is up there with one of the best five dollar action figures i've ever bought in my (laughs) it is it is great um besides that even though i all of those, even though I've only played the game once or twice on free weekends, I grabbed a bunch of the cheap Overwatch stuff too, because I mean, you know, three to four dollars for six inch scale figures, what? Um, of those, the most interesting one and the one that was the the one that was, oh wow, this was like five dollars was uh Reinhardt, who is the size of the old Toy Biz Hulkbuster Iron Man and comes with a shield about the size of an iPad. <laughs> and you and you say you got this for five dollars. I think he may have been five seventy five, but yes. Oh, and... well, never mind that. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's a really nice figure. It looks good. I I I got this, and it it was so nice to just open a box of random figures I, I got on clearance again. That's something I haven't been able to do for years and years, and that just felt good. Okay, so I. I got like $90 worth of stuff for 20. And it sounds like you got what, like $150 worth of stuff for 35, 40. That's about it. That's almost exactly right. Yes. So that, that the was, is that strong was with us this week. Indeed. <laughs> um, the other things I got, the, the least dynamic thing I got, I did get Earthrise cliff jumper who is okay. Um, I hate to say it. I really do, but he's probably the, my least favorite thing of all the things I have gotten this week. Really? He's not a, he's not a, well, bad you probably paid figure. the most for it. So that kind of makes yeah. sense. I paid the most for it 
he is legend scaled with a with a large weapon, but there's still that kind a little bit of that weight that's it factor when you open that box. Yeah. And I just he's really nicely done. He's nicely articulated. He looks good and just that taking that taking that back end off to transform him is never not going to bother me. I can't help it. It just something about that. I just I hate it. I hate it. So someone really some nice outfit did make um, an add-on part that you can uh, put on Cliff Jumper. You have to like pop a pin out and reinstall it, mm-hmm. but it's a oh. it, it's a hinge arm basically to keep the back end of the car on. But seeing the transformation demonstrated with that on, it looks like way more trouble than it's actually worth. Yes, yeah. I I watched that video just because I was kind of curious to see how they got around that. And it adds nothing to vehicle mode, nothing to robot it actually, mode. It actually takes away a little from vehicle mode because it uh, eliminates part of the weapon story. Well, that's if that's I right. I forgot about that part. Oh, but the actual transformation is part of the joy with Cliff Jumper is the transformation, how it's not what you think it's going to be for Cliff Jumper. Yeah. The, there's, a, there's enough difference in there. So it's Cliff Jumper, but it's not just arms in, legs down, boom, you're done. Hmm. And that little that little hinge bar takes away all the fun because you have to work pieces past other pieces to make it transform. And that's one thing I posted this on Twitter after it came out. Maybe it's just me being way too old school, but when you buy something that takes away from a figure to keep from removing something, why? Yeah. It just yeah. I th- doesn't I, I, make sense. That yeah. Feels, I think I'd rather that, learn to live with it. I, I can live with it. Thank you. <laughs> well done. That, see, like it just—it seems to me like that's a really great analogy for like not being able to see the forest for the trees. You're so fixated on I don't want to have to parts form this part off that you're willing to compromise all the rest of the good of the toy just to get around that one thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like I guess maybe growing up, being older than y'all, growing up with G1 as it was coming out, everything uh, so much. To, look at the Seekers. The original Seekers were all. I mean. So oh, much I, of G- I, I, they couldn't I, they couldn't make it while being inclusive. So it's just maybe it's just that I'm used to it. And it I, does, it's I, not had, a- I mean, I I was there with that stuff. I I had a G1 Thundercracker. Luckily, thanks to a couple of parents who held a yard sale around here, who I'm pretty sure were freaking slave drivers. I have a complete G1 Thundercracker because they made that poor child meticulously keep track of every single part down to the landing gear. <laughs> <laughs> which I have, which I have now benefited from because I have a complete G1 Thundercracker in really lovely condition. But just like I could not help looking at the condition of the toys we got from them, I just feel sorry for that child. Just because there's there's teaching responsibility, and there's like you missed a part, no gruel for you, and that's kind of the vibe I got <laughs> off those guys. <laughs> so but, Blade Raider in the Discord says it's not parts farming if it becomes an accessory, and like that's also a perspective to keep in mind. And you can compare Cliff Jumper then to like Beast Warriors toys, where part of the Beast mode comes off. Like Cheetor, Cheetor is a really good specific example where you take the hindquarters and tail off, and that becomes a gun. But you know, it's yeah. something that gets eliminated from uh, the actual transformation engineering. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah, a good and- way to look at it. And uh, and the last thing I got this week is so a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I took a stab at ordering a 35th anniversary Sound Blaster from Walmart. And what happened is my brother got a, you know, just a basic siege Megatron to, to mess with. 
so th- I tried it again cause I needed to make an order for something uh, for the house from Walmart. And this time sound blaster was actually sound blaster. Oh, good. And yeah. And I am, and I am actually really happy with that. I it's, it's a dumb thing, but I have never owned the same mold as both Soundwave and sound blaster before. And that is something I wanted to do. So there, of course it, they did give it the, uh, uh, the double cassette compartment. So there, there is, uh, there is that, uh, as well, which is he good. Cause enhancement I surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I wish as with just about every other siege release, I wish it didn't have the battle damage deco, but otherwise it's other than that, it's a really nice deco and it looks good. And I'm really happy to have it. You know what you need now though? You need to get the, um, the spy patrol version three, the generation selects pack that has wing thing in it. And so, you know, he can go with uh, sound blaster. Yeah. I, I want to get that. And I still need to track down uh, rumble and rat bad as well. So I, I, oh, yeah. Yeah, so I've got now that I've got two sound waves, I I really kind of need to uh, uh, catch up on my cassettes here. Yeah. Well, hey Rob, when you were transforming that sound blaster, did you mm-hmm. ever get a a feel that there was maybe some Tyrant Return uh, Sentinel Prime engineering in there, kind of with the way some of I don't know, it just it's just when I was transforming sound blaster, I had this it was some similar feelings to Tyrant Return um, Sentinel Prime. I can kind of see that in the way that those plates on the legs fold up over the, over the rest of the leg to, to kind of flatten out and smooth over the shapes of the ship mode. I, I, I see where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, I agree. There's, there's some, there's some loose similarities there in the engineering. And I, I'm, I'm one of the few people who actually likes that Sentinel prime and Astrotrain mold. So I'm, I'm perfectly cool with that. I like it as Sentinel Prime. I don't like it as Astro Train. <laughs> I'm even okay with the disaster train, but I really do want to get the uh, Earthrise one uh, slash Siege one when I can. Yeah, yeah. It's I've I've I picked up actually two. I I I, I got a Siege Astro Train, and I thought, well, he looks really nice in the box, and mm-hmm. I, with the seat with the Siege packaging being a lot harder to find. Mm-hmm. I went ahead and opened the Earthrise one, and I kept the Siege one in the box just because he looks nice in the box. But he yeah. just so blows the Titan turn out. I mean, it's just not even a comparison. And I didn't really mind that mold. It's just not even a comparison between the two. That is good to know. Yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna get that when I. So, anything else, Rob? I don't think so. It's just a nice novel uh, feeling to actually have to think about it for a minute, but I think yeah. that is everything I've gotten this week. All right. Diecast. All right. So the first thing I got was a mystery tube from it came today and it's from Brian, I think, because I saw his name on here. I have not seen what this is yet, so I'm excited. To Everybody see. be afraid. Yeah, I'm not well, sure I'd want to be yeah, surprised. By I was something about Brian to say it's me. something. It's something Brian sent, so it's his own fault, yeah. regardless. Ooh. Yeah, look at it first. Oh, oh, that is nice. And it is a G1 Jetfire. That that's what uh, I would. And, that and art, 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 yeah, a print of the box art of G1 Jetfire. Oh, yeah. that's classy. That is beautiful. Yeah. Which find is you a very, good frame nice. for that. That is yeah. that is lovely. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get a frame for it. So, well, hey, Doc, hold it up a little bit more, and so you can talk anyone from Harmony Gold watching. 
Just toss it. <laughs> Harmony gold. Now we might get a takedown letter on this uh, on this show. Stronger <laughs> people have probably tried, Doc. Oh, just just because they can't go after Hasbro over it anymore. I mean, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I also got the Reaction Optimus Prime. Uh, I took him out of package just because he was an Amazon warehouse deal because his package was damaged. It wasn't damaged terrible, but it was enough that you're like, I'm not going to hang that on my wall like that. <laughs> like, like what I did with mine, because mine came in actually pretty damn good. And that's like, I'm not opening that. It's staying on, on the wall. Other than very limited articulation, like his legs move and his arms. And I don't even know about the head. Um, the head moves too. Okay. That, that, but no wrist articulation or anything like that. Um, he did come with his gun which was pretty nice. I didn't even realize that it was kind of in the back of the packaging and yet um, no basketball. Yeah. No basketball. I still need my bot bots basketball that they didn't make that they're, they're going to wait to be like, I know what they're going to do. They're going to be like, well, it was going to come out in the next series, but it got canceled. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and for any, for any of the younger viewers, if you're wondering what like star Wars used to be like, it was like those reaction figures. That's what Star Wars Star Wars was when I was growing up. Was they were just like that Optimus Prime, one accessory it, and five points of articulation. It is a solid figure, so I am uh, surprised about that. Like it's actually like very hard plastic. I've kind of assumed just from looking at them that they were very soft plastic, and they're not. Um, that's, that's odd because the Kenner t- uh, the Kenner figures were a relatively. You know, they had some give to them, so. Yeah, and this this doesn't. It has a rigidness to it That's that I was I was shocked about. Yeah, I'm, Ron, I'm surprised, too. Rodima Supreme suggests that you could turn those reaction figures into nice Christmas ornaments. That mm-hmm. is true. I, I would agree with that. And then I also got, thanks to Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro, a very nice Titan Masters attack, which is their... Uh, new line of Transformers TCG cards, uh, the whole booster pack box. And I did not even realize it. They still are doing the one large character card. And I think it's Fortress Maximus uh, with this. So that's pretty cool. Let me see if I can get to the Fortress Maximus card. Yeah, it's, it's, it's under the bottom. So Fortress Maximus has come himself? He has. And now, now all my booster packs are going all over the place. Um, so here is the Fortress Maximus card. Um, and it also has... Sealed product, not for resale. Yeah, yeah, it's not a... <laughs> it looks like they cut off his head, though. Oh, I know why. Yeah, it's, because... that, t- it's that Titan Master gimmick for the cards. His, his head will be a separate card. Yeah, and it is in the packaging. That's, that's pretty cool. So it's actually larger than like, you know, the Trypticon card that we've gotten or the Fortress Max, uh, Fortress Maximus. This is Fortress Maximus, Metroplex? the uh, Metroplex card that we got. Yeah. So, um, Do, so is, is it the full setup? Do you have basically Spike who becomes uh, the head card for Cerebros who then becomes the head card for Fort Max? <laughs> yeah, they're in the package. Oh, it is. Very like. nice. So That's great. And then let's just do a live opening of a pack just because we can Indeed. and I need to. I was going to do the video. I know I said I would have it up by now, but uh, 
life has been kicking my butt. <laughs> so I feel you. So this is the first live opening we're doing. And it has extra cards in it, uh, I guess. Oh, it's Optimus Prime, but it's the Titan Master Optimus Prime, which is really nice. Legendary. Oh, nice. Um, he is uh, uncommon. Uh, and he has the same gimmick of the headmaster. So here's his wait. Here's oh, I'm, his headmaster. I'm, I'm glad they're pairing them. That is. But I guess you kind of got to do it like that to get the. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to line the cards up. Uh, yeah. Or try and line them up the best possible. So I'll I'll be interested when you do the full un unpacking here to see if. It's if the correct Titan master is always packed with the correct character, or if that is just a really happy coincidence here in this pack for you. Well, let's do one more just yeah. to, yeah, I would well, hope, I would hope that they're, you know, purposely packaged that yeah. way. Well, one thing though, the whole gimmick of the Titans return line was that you can mix and match and give different Autobots or Decepticons, different powers. So yeah. There may be some randomness also after you get like like say one Optimus or one Megatron has the right the right one that came that the toy came with, but then you get other heads by itself that you can sort of factor in the Titans Return play pattern and give Megatron say whatever Skull Cruncher's Headmaster ability was. Basically, all the Titan Masters were were power chip rectifiers, giving everybody different powers. Uh, so I got a non uh, Titan Master. I mm-hmm. got uh, Autobot Outback. Oh, nice! And obviously, he's not a Titan Master. So the card I got was Resilience, and it has um, has Brawn on it. And then the back the back of the card is just Brawn. Okay, so. I did see uh, one of these cards. There's a Cosmos or was it a Cosmos or a Sea Spray. There was someone running around and it had a Decepticon logo instead of an Autobot logo. Like it was an Autobot, but for some reason they put a Decepticon logo on it. I'm not sure if that was a misprint or just that one card in that pack is misprinted. Well, if it was Cosmos, the line is canceled. Mm. Cosmos canceled all the lines he's in. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, these, uh, I, I really like the. Like they're thinking outside the box on these cards. I mean, I know it's simple to have a Titan Master gimmick, but they could have just put a Titan Master on the card, and now they have the head cards too. Uh, I think it's a unique play pattern. Uh, it's pretty cool. But yeah, that's all I got this week. Uh, John, did you get anything or care to chime in at all? Uh, I don't think I. Uh, no, I didn't get anything. I'm trying to think. The days run together. Working from home. Yeah. Oh, can I throw one one more thing in? I talked about it in pre-show. I'm wearing it right now. I got my TF Radio uh, RFC Reviews t-shirt from tfradio.net slash shirt. And it's awesome. Uh, I'm glad I got two because my first one got destroyed by my cat. Uh, But John, you did an excellent job on these things. Just absolutely awesome. Thanks, man. Uh, I don't know if you guys mentioned too the "I hate it, I'm gonna buy it" design in the in the vein of the Empire Strikes Back. It's available at the store now on a bunch of products. Um, won't chill too hard this week. 
but uh, yeah, that new design is up. Uh, but I don't think I got. Uh, I don't think I got anything this week. So I'm, I'm definitely have my eye on some some eBay auctions um, that would interest me. I did uh, actually put in a shadow box that transparency of Thunderwing. So that that has now been encased. And I'll uh, I'll bring him out when I when I digitize him I'll bring that out. But now he is he is nice in a nice protective uh, shadow box. So there is that. Um, but otherwise, nope, nothing nothing too interesting this week. All right then, yeah, John. And John is digitizing his characters. He is now confirmed as Lord Dread. So the Metal Wars are upon upon us. Hey, real quick though, I do want to point out. So Don, remind me, do you have some kind of like? Um, you, oh, I, I think you do. You have some kind of affection for Samurai Showdown, of all things, right? Well, it was one of those fighting games that the first one I was really good at, and I just like using Homaru uh, because he just—I just like the way his his move set was. So it's not really an affection. It's just more like I got those the figures I posted today. I found my Homaru from—I don't even know who makes that anymore. Um, but it's just, I've always liked that character design. He's like a samurai, but he's like a surfer boy. So it's just kind of a weird mesh of designs that I like. But I just did really good on the first game because of his power set. But it's, you know, it's, I like the game. But it's not like I would buy the one-up version of it or something. Got it. Well, I did uh, reply to Don and uh, with a link, and I'll mention that uh, Storm Collectibles continues to expand their fighting game licenses. Uh, and they're starting to do quite a few SNK um, characters. He's one of them. So they're dipping their toe into uh, Samurai Showdown. And now that makes it, um, they do, uh, these are all in scale relative to each other too, which is interesting. They do Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 5, Mortal Kombat, uh, several Mortal Kombat games. They do World Heroes from SNK, King of Fighters from SNK. They do, uh, they've done Hulk Hogan. Uh, they've done uh, several other wrestlers. They've done now um, Samurai Showdown. So they're really uh, killing it, and they're they're really tempting me. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to block certain Twitter accounts and I don't know block Big Bad Toy Store or something. But uh, <laughs> but they're really I don't know, guys. Yeah. The other the other the the tragedy of that is none of those lines will be complete. <laughs> They're gonna have like seven, or, seven or eight like partially awesome lines, so it's torturous. Yeah, I mean, it's I saw, I think I saw the link you shared to that, or I saw it on BBTS, and I have no real love for you know Street Fighter, although I did play it a lot when I was younger, uh, putting my quarter up and waiting for my turn in line. But uh, I wish they would do Capcom. I know they probably don't have the right to the Marvel characters, but if they do Capcom, we get like Captain Commando and some of the other uh, characters from the Capcom side of the uh, Capcom Marvel games. And you could use your Marvel Legends as uh, stand-ins if you needed to, I guess, possibly. All right, let's move on to the news. Uh, so we've got uh, two entries from the RFC News Desk. I wonder who did those. Oh, wait, it was me. Um, I'm going to... Not in um, release order on here, but I'm going to kind of go that way with it. Um, so, RFC News Desk, episode 99, uh, Earthrise Blue Streak listing, Toy Detective Special. I um, spent a little extra time kind of analyzing some of what this means. Basically, what it boils down to, though, um, 
we have now indication of a single release deluxe Earthrise Blue Streak coming out, which is not really a surprise because we know Smokescreen's coming as a mainline release, and we had the um, Autobot Alliance two-pack leak through an Amazon listing previously, um, which contains Ironhide and Prowl, so Blue Streak was a foregone conclusion at any rate. Um, this came through some German uh, wholesale website that I had not heard of before that I can remember. Um, but it looks like this might be uh, another Amazon product. It's I'm not entirely sure, but just the pattern I'm seeing kind of points to that. And that's uh, a lot of what the Toy Detective half of this uh, News Desk episode is about. I also kind of summarize it in the blog post that goes with it. So um, tfradio.net, go um, check that out for more more complete lengthy details on that which i'll kind of forego here but um the short version is i think what we're going to get this summer is um four earthrise exclusives at target and four earthrise exclusives at amazon at least in in terms of how they're distributed for the united states um and of those i think we still have two that are not leaked or otherwise accounted for so that'll be something hopefully that will come up in um, like a Hasbro Pulse fan first Friday for Transformers sometime in the near future here. Yeah, I was just joking the other week when I said, no, it'll be Star Wars again next week. Like that. Yeah, well, it sort of <sighs> kind of ended up being that. I, well, uh, we got the um, packaging mock-up for Scorponok. So, like, that that's the bone they threw to the Transformers side of things so far. I assume that's just because, like, the stuff they want to have in one of these presentations is just not ready to be talked about yet so we're going to wait a little while longer um but you know the amazon stuff that's been uncovered so far um when there was release dates attached to it when you would find the specific international amazon site that had the most information for each one like they're talking about july 1st release date so it can't be that much farther off before there's reveals or the dates get changed one or the other hey real quick yes On the, um the Scorponok box, like when they when they showed that rendering, they specifically try to intimate that uh, that there were spoilers or something interesting in the box art itself or some like they were like, it's more than meets the eye, like hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Has anybody found anything interesting in that art yet? Not that I've heard of. It's weird because I mean, like the way they wrote that, they were clearly like, hey, look closer, guys, like this box art's more than meets the eye. But yeah, nobody, I, I nobody found that. anything. I missed that. So. I mean, it very well may be they kind of noticed that, you know, everybody started scrutinizing the the Earthrise packaging in general for the characters hidden in it and figuring out what that relates to in upcoming toys. And they're just kind of rolling with that. Yeah, fair enough. It would be nice if there was, you know, actually something there. Because like um, yeah. with Toy Fair, when people started getting to take pictures of Skylinks's box and found all the cone heads on that. Because, uh, like, I think it Ramjet's on the front panel, but then people were catching that the other two were on one of the side panels. The retail Earthrise packaging has Galatron hidden on the top flap, you know, stuff like that. Um, you know, there may be something to that, but it's also possible it's, you know, reused assets. Because I think that the Scorpionox box has either the same or very similar element to... Um, what I think we've determined is supposed to be Bumblebee and Spike running out from an exploding room. 
Ah, uh, yes. Like, that's reproduced on there, so I imagine there's probably other stuff like that that we've already kind of seen some example of. I think, actually, uh, even Galvatron reoccurs on Scorponok's box from that mock-up. Yeah, I think he does. So I guess maybe that might be their idea of uh, a surprise. Yeah. Don, can you mute? No, I was going to say this real quick. What I would love to see is it like if they were going to do include something like in the box they've not announced, have a tight have a Titan Master Galen that you could put with Fortress Maximus, so that for you could have like the original the original binary bonded partner for Fortress Maximus if you wanted Galen. And, you know, Galen versus Scorponok. So I, I, that's something crazy, I know. But again, it's me, and I thought it'd be kind of cool if they included that as like a little unnamed bonus. Right. Anyway, so RFC News Desk episode 100, movie masterpiece Ratchet has been officially revealed. So that's MPM 11. That was the announcement that they announced they were going to announce uh, that we were mentioning briefly last week. Uh, so this is coming to Target in the U.S. and will be $120. Um, this is Transformers 2007 version Ratchet, so that finishes out the Autobot cast for the first movie, I'm pretty sure. I was surprised on this. I don't know if you were too, Chris, when you looked at pictures. Uh, it looked very deluxe upscaled to me. Uh, I there think was hey, Mickey was saying the same thing on Twitter at one point. Yeah, it, it didn't look... It didn't look like there was a whole lot going on transfer transformation wise. And I know there's got to be, uh, but it looked very uh, simplistic. Yeah. So the product copy is saying that it's 61 steps to transform it. Yeah. So that would definitely be more in line with like a met. Well, I, is that as high as some of the other masterpieces? Like if you took like masterpiece Optimus prime, like the, the most recent one, 44, I have no idea because I don't think Takara makes a point of like advertising how many steps their transformations are. Right. Yeah, but but remember, Diecast, they'll count like both hands twisting as one and two. So you have to remember they the way the way they count their steps is like lower arms would be like three, and then twist your wrist would be like four and five or something like that. So the way they count the steps maybe very small increments from one to the other. So it may not be that many unique steps that you could well be right. Yeah. I mean, he's going to be one. I'm just going to need to wait to see when he comes out, uh, what he's like, but I don't know. He just doesn't grab me as like, Oh my God, I got to pre-order that. Like it doesn't look that special to me. Yeah. I mean, it's like uh, movie masterpiece. Ironhide did not really come out to favorable reviews overall. And I think that's, I think, you know, for a, for something that's similar, obviously not identical because they are very different designs, but like it's got to be giving some people pause thinking back to what Ironhide was like uh, as they look at this coming out. Plus, hopefully it's just for the samples they have right now, but like there's some pretty obvious color mismatch across a lot of the panels. Yeah, a lot of people are probably just worried. Okay, it's another big Autobot car. Is it going to be like? Is it going to be like Ironhide was when stuff doesn't fit together or falls off, whatever the case they may were be? Saying, I I believe they said on uh, on Twitter or possibly elsewhere that the color mismatches were beca- were due to it being an early prototype and that would be finished in the final or fixed in the final version. I hope so because that's that's a bad thing to have on a masterpiece product. Yeah, yeah, it's not a deluxe. It's yeah, no, one thing I find interesting with the product copy, though, like, you know, they're calling out the transformation steps. They are also calling out the number of paint operations that this has, which is supposed to be over 150. It 
like that's not new to this but it is something that's recently kind of become a thing they're doing and it feels like they're reaching more and more to try to find some uh like metrics they can hold on to to advertise and you know try to promote the quality of the product where it's not different from before they're just kind of enumerating it now and it feels a little weird yeah well just like the transformation steps were in the beginning when they started advertising that yeah yeah okay (laughs) at least at least like in that case that was kind of a qualitative shift from what had previously been just an abstract difficulty bar which for a lot of time indicated nothing more than the price point of the toy because you know any $25 toy was like a level four for instance it didn't really have anything to do with how complicated the transformation actually was uh kfc heavy metal phase six unofficial junkion series images um so it looks like there's a bunch more of the kfc unofficial junkions coming out in different variants yeah, yeah I did uh, you know what five or six of them i'm totally out there are they're what a hundred and thirty dollars a piece yeah, yeah. no, no <sighs> well I now need... i well now, well now i did look at i did post this on twitter when i saw that this morning or yet or late last night it looks like each figure does come with a different head option so you could, you know, swap out the heads if you wanted to to have a different junkie on body or head on a different body. But they were one nineteen, I think, at BBTS is what I, is the lowest price I'd seen on them in my limited looking. Um, but they do come with optional. It looks like they come with optional head parts and like head and shoulders, so you can sort of customize them. At least that one can be the one that you want if you've got the other two they did a few years ago. So at least there's some. At least they've got to give you some options that way. Yeah, I don't need options at 130 dollars a piece. I'm not getting any of them. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I, for for generic junkions, that sounds kind of steep. Yeah, like I may be off base here, but trip builder junkions essentially is something that feels like they should have done as like two packs with a lot of shared parts and plastic colors, so they could bring down the per unit price. Well, you know, it seems like they could they could have done that like uh, what X Transbots did and give you the three pack of their Andreas figure as sweeps. That was cheaper than buying obviously three, and there were some different faceplates there. Yeah, um, they they could have done a two pack for around two hundred dollars and just gave you like one extra one extra head and shoulder, so that way you could sort of differentiate that way. But I don't know how many people are going to troop build at that price, but at least you know at least it's not. 84, 85, you know, it is moving into the post-movie era, and it does give you, other than Insecticons, there's not that many troop builders out there, you know, so at least isn't, like I said, at least it's an option for collectors. Yeah, I just, I can't see this going anywhere but the the clearance pages. Yeah, I might pick one or two of these up when they when they end up clearancing out for like 40 bucks. Yeah, uh, this, but- this seems like a bit of a misfire. If we're talking about third party, should I should I yeah, mention? Yeah, this. So I don't know if this really qualifies as news, but it seemed interesting when Diecast was alluding to it during like pre-show. Yeah, so I uh, I got my not Unicron uh, order, and I was to to pay for it, and it turns out that it's their small accessory kit, which is just the head and the wings. So okay, I will... so so I'm, the accessory kit is the head and wings 
So you buy a body that has no head or wings? Well, apparently I'm buying the head or wings that has no body. Oh. And then, and then later I will buy the body. And the funny, the funny thing is it's made by a different company. It's not made by O1 Studio Cell. It is made by, and I forget the name of it. Um, but yeah, they, they use a different company name on that box. Maybe it's somebody who's designed an alternate head for it. No, no, this is, it's, it's the, uh, it's the Einhorn Finkel scenario from, Ace you know, what Ace Ventura. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. So okay. O one studio cell is Zeta and Zeta is also this other company that's producing the head and the wings as an accessory pack for the body that comes with no head or wings. And at some stores you can buy them separately. And at some stores you can, they'll actually sell you them as one piece. Like, uh, I believe a lot of the U S retailers are just going to include both when they, when they sell them. But apparently the head and wings are already out, which is why I got the option to pay for the head and wings already. And then the body is supposed to be out mid, mid this month. So mid June. Well, if we're making movie quotes, I'm going to quote, uh, Austin powers. Oh dear. I've gone cross-eyed. <sighs> but uh, but it, also it could be if if they are not the same studio or if there's a actual business financial difference between the two, one including you know two actually different physical entities or at least on paper with paper money, if they're balancing out the cost of production between the two and they're not the same company, I could see them trying to spread the cost across the board. If that's the only way they could do it, you know, you she'll sure? keep it's it. It's not in. just them trying I mean, to get around the C and D. Yeah, I well, think I, this, I, is, I, this is. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, not cooking the books. I'm just not sure it'll actually accomplish that either. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was thinking maybe it was to avoid like, well, where's making a body? There's no head. It's the other company that's making the head. Again, we don't know for sure. It's just, I'm thinking it's partially financial, partially legal. Partly metal, partly real. I, I don't know, but uh, that's just my thought. Diecast, you said before you had some speculation about this. Is it anything we haven't touched on? <laughs> uh, no, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I think they were, uh, after the first cease and desist, or at least, you know, hey, pull your project till we're done, you know, the funding for our project, um, that, yeah, uh, that that's that's what this is this is just a whole well we're not selling the head with the body so it's not technically that figure or you know they're just trying to make it as elusive as they can uh to not get another cease and desist now now refresh my memory here when we saw this before when it was competing directly with haslab unicron did it have a head at that point oh yes Yes, okay. it did have a head. It it was the full it was the full kit at that point. Yeah, it wasn't until after the, it had resurfaced in the wake of you know right. Haslab that we saw that we saw a body without a head. And that's when it changed from Zeta to O One Studio Cell as the new company that 
Zeta sold the design to. Um, and then we found out later after the 01 studio cell that it was going to be sold as a body without head and wings and the head and wings would be separate. And then recently, because the packages leaked of the head and wings, because that is already shipping to retailers that we learned that that has a different company name on it, which is not O one studio cell. And I, I'm looking for the post and I just can't right. find it right now. Of now, the, uh, now I'm featuring diecast like the question from that one episode of Justice League animated. I mean, unlimited with the giant board with all the strings attached and trying to figure out all as though it's like, that's the question. You know, it's like who actually is who? It's just, oh, oh remember when the party was easy to follow? Here it is. Oh, uh, it is Armored Toys, is the company. <laughs> I love saying that the company that's making the head and the wings. Oh, and I hate this so much. Oh, one studio right. cell is the company making the body that is in no way Zeta. No, but of course that, not. That, yeah, yeah. So, that's, also, isn't Zeta Toys now also doing a reissue of um, Infinitor, the, the Voyager size, not Fortress Maximus, that was yes. originally somebody Grant. else's product? To- yeah, Toy World was, Grant uh, was yeah, yeah. exclusive. Yeah, Grant was the Grand Maximus one. Infinitor was the Fortress Maximus colors from from like 2015. Uh, might be even 2014, but yeah. As many p- people pointed out, that doesn't really scale with anything nowadays. No, but, but does... I still kind of I still kind of want it because I never I never got around to getting it when it was a thing originally. But it, the first it does one also... broke. And it put a very bad taste in my mouth for that. Um, you're that not bowl. supposed. You're not supposed to eat it. <laughs> well, that also you know, gives you know what's in that paint. Lit. <laughs> uh, but that also well, gives that a lot of credence. Good though. Yeah. But that also gives more credence to the whole Zeta coming from Toy World. You know, there's the, there's been that behind the scenes for the past year or so. So if they're releasing the mold that Toy World released. You know, that's pretty much a lot more proof that, you know, Zeta was doing a least, lot of... Or they at least absorbed assets from Toy World at maybe, some maybe, point along the way. Maybe, maybe it was part of an agreement to settle the uh, payments Zeta said they never got. Who knows? From, and what, yeah, from what I understand, Zeta was uh, the designer for uh, Toy World. And that's why you've seen a shift oh. in the Toy World stuff. Uh, because they have a new designer now, and that's why they're designing some uh, movie stuff and some legend scale stuff, because that's the direction that this designer tends to go into. Which makes me worried about their writing that they showed off, and we haven't seen anything since that one leg picture. Well, no, Raiden is We haven't is heard Zeta. about Raiden uh, since like an original announcement is um, Takara's Raiden project. Yes, sir. Masterpiece, air quotes, masterpiece riding. Yeah, I wonder what's up with that. Maybe it went to the same place that the um, Armada Optimus Prime redo ended up. I hope not. It's sitting on a bench I'm still, Master I'm Asia. still incredibly intrigued by the by the prospects of what Takara has in mind for uh, a, a new riding. I'm yeah, thinking same. like Devastator, like Devastator class. That's yeah, that's yeah. It, it'll be it'll be Titan that breaks into you know six Voyagers. I'm sure, but. 
But we've covered all this ground yes. before on a previous episode of RFC, so go check the back but catalog. I, um, I just want to see it. Yes, yes. I have I not agree. forgotten. Uh, one other thing I want to bring up, which is not in like a news item or anything. Um, a listing was uncovered through the Walmart app late this afternoon. Um, referencing a new Studio Series Grimlock which is titled in the system as Studio Series Grimlock 86. Hmm. And nobody's quite sure what that means yet. Um, yes. So one person I talked to about this said that they were aware of rumors that next year's Studio Series stuff might be favoring the 86 movie um, because of the anniversary year. And this could be to do with that. Um one other alternative theory is that the 86 just refers to the product number. So it's studio series number 86 Grimlock. It's a leader class toy in either case. Uh, but, but we right... had a leader class Grimlock yes, for well, the they... only but... movie that makes sense in the studio series line. Well, they could be redoing it or redecoing it or this could be, you know, from the 86 movie. We just kind of don't know anything beyond that yet, which yeah. is why there's not like a specific news item for it. I mm. just I just can't see that Grimlock in G1 colors. It just in my head it doesn't look right. <laughs> well, and and if it was, they wouldn't call it 86. Anyway, they'd call it 84. Well, or 85 right. if they want to be like super accurately specific cuz Dinobots were 85 toys as best I remember. Well, I mean, if it's Studio Series, they call it 86 because that's the only part of B1 that's <laughs> viable for this. So. Yeah, no. Yeah, if it's if it's like when I say the rumor that I've been related was of favoring the 86 movie, I don't mean like decoing the stuff in G1 colors. I mean, I think the intent of what's being said is that it would be like classic style figures in the Studio Series line based on Transformers the movie. Yeah, which which is just weird. Uh, just a weird. Well, concept. it's a movie, and it's a movie line, so you know. Yeah. Don't don't make me care about the studio series line. <laughs> don't do that to me, please. It's, uh, I'm I'm just kind of fascinated by the whole concept because okay, we're we're going to see just how much more G1 they can get with their designs here. That's that's and, well, that's not entirely an invalid thing to try to do because like the last classic Scrimlock we had was the one that shouldn't have ever been a combiner. Yeah. The one before that was based on the video game. Mm. Uh, and the one before that was a deluxe that was very, very loosely based on pretender Grimlock. So like none of them have been good in the strictest of senses. We have not really had a good updated G one basic Grimlock in the entire time. Classics has existed. Masterpiece. That's not about, a classics toy, though. I know, yeah. but it's as close as you can get to a G1 uh, Grimlock. I mean, you're you're not exactly wrong in in that. I don't. Could it be they're reissuing the masterpiece Grimlock again? Not at a not at a leader toy price. Why don't oh, they just? Right. Why don't they just do a new one? That that's too small to go with any of the current masterpiece line figures. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, well, when you get three called... Optimus Primes, why do they keep reissuing the same Grimlock over and over again? Well, that's Optimus Prime. Grimlock would cost a small fortune, and they probably don't think would you know have enough sellability. He's a robot T Rex. People variants. would buy it. Well, okay. 
yeah, so the color variants are what I'm kind of wrapping up into sellability because, like, Optimus Prime has a virtually unlimited number of potential recolors, and you know we already have on the map here MP44 without the trailer redecoed as Nemesis Prime or Black Convoy or whatever. I don't remember if that was the Decepticon Black Convoy or not, but I mean we already have one redeco on the books for that, and obviously there's going to be more following it over time. You're it's gonna it's gonna cost them back out of that mold. Uh, with Grimlock, they can do like two, maybe recolors if they do the Marvel Comics one again, and then maybe do a G two colors, which they never would because Japan doesn't have a reason to care about that. Yeah, I've got an off the wall idea, guys. This is well, just something that just occurred. All these are always unex- fun. That's very <laughs> unexpected from you, Don. But uh, you know, do you think somehow? Again, I'm just spitballing here. Do you think somehow it's a repaint of Masterpiece Dinobot as Beast Wars Grimlock? No. Because it's still Why Grimlock. Why would that be in the studio series? I know, I know. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm $50. No, I'm, I mean, I'm just wondering, like, in Japan, would it be, no. like, one of their one of their MPM, they, they would put it. I don't know. It just seemed like Grimlock, Beast Wars. I don't even know if Japan that, knows Beast Wars Grimlock existed, Don. Okay, I, I, like I said, it's just something I thought of with Grimlock. Remember how nope, Beast that... Wars worked in Japan? They had the they had a Beast Wars line for the mainframe show, which was all the show toys uh, in yeah. individual and versus packs, and then they had Beast Wars second between uh, season one and season two of the mainframe show to use all the non-show stuff that right. they hadn't uh, marketed before. But it all had you know the molds in different decos, so it's not like they straight direct imported uh beast right. wars dinobot right. and he right. they had everyone, everyone was saying I'm, I'm gonna just dismiss don's off the wall weird theories you know because you know he was right about masterpiece rc he missed it by one freaking masterpiece number but this one does seem like wrong. overreached on yeah i don't know I, i'm just saying with everyone saying grimlock 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 there is the beast wars grimlock that has not been ever done anything done with and it and is anyway, a grimlock that would have to be listed as um, Grimlock ninety six, not Grimlock eighty six. Okay, all right. I just don't. I just wanted to bring that up. See if there was some way Dinobot Grimlock no. would be no. part of this somehow. No. All right. No. 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 I mean, for me, the simplest answer is that it's you know another studio series movie Grimlock, a deco update or whatever, a retool to you know address some of the design from the first time. Something like that. Now, the chat's pointing out that the highest studio series number we have known right now is the Cybertron mode cliff jumper at number 67. So if 86 is the product number, you know, that's pretty far down the line. But if it's something for next year, that could still maybe track, especially if there's exclusives to be had in between that would bump up that numbering. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The, the studio series animated movie line in one respect makes sense to me, but man, that seems like a big reach at just the same. Wouldn't, wouldn't they just be regular generations toys though at this point? So they might be cell shaded. If you think back to 2010, we had generations 2010, which was just, you know, the normal classics line and they turned the movie line product coding uh, to reveal the shield and added more classics to that to double the product they were able to put out. So like 
we've seen Hasbro do shenanigans like this before using two separate product uh, imprints to basically expand on one line more than they could have normally. It's not unprecedented that we would get two forms of generations at one time in a kind of tricky way, but you know, right now, literally the only thing we have is just the text title that this item has in Walmart's inventory system, which all by itself makes no sense. And that's a Don deal. Wait, no wrong show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think we're doing it's a Don deal next week. Hopefully for all of our, for our patrons who want to, uh, you know, catch the live stream for that. So look for that coming out hopefully next week. Okay. Uh, so I think that's going to do it for the news for this week. And, uh, you know, after our 45 minutes of what we got, that's a, that's a good solid half hour of news. Uh, so that of course means it's time to show things. Um, John mentioned earlier, we have a new shirt design in the, uh, shirts, uh, in the merchandise store. Um, I hate it. I'm going to buy it. Uh, that's a really nice shirt design. I especially like the black version, but I think there's also the white variant by default. Um, that's at tfradio.net slash shirt. There's all kinds of stuff there. Uh, Diecast on video is modeling the RFC review shirts right now. Um, we've got masks you can get with uh, different special designs, all kinds of shirts now. Um, you can get... Don being attacked by his cat on a mug. And what else could you possibly ask for in life but that? All of that at tfradio.net slash shirt. And all your purchases, at least a little bit of them, come back and help keep the show running. Um, uh, yes, uh, Don Don replied in chat. You can ask for bandages. Bandages, yeah. But, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll investigate that possibility for the future, Don. Uh, RFC-branded gauze. Um <laughs> Don's waving his finger at me on video, and I'm not sure if he's like wanting me to wait for him to respond further, or you know, if he's just being disapproving. Well, we'll just continue as if Don's not here. <laughs> um, so also giving back a little bit to the show is our Amazon link, tfradio.net/amazon. You can buy all kinds of things on Amazon. Just any everyday normal shopping, like you know, a one-pound container of powdered cheddar cheese. Normal things like that. Microwaves, washing machines, plasma TVs, all your normal, average, everyday, small Amazon purchases. If you use our Amazon link, some money will get sent back to us and it'll keep the show running. And most most importantly to me, it will keep me and Rob paid for our uh, toy detective and news desk work. So tfradio.net slash Amazon, you can uh, bookmark that and then just click your bookmark uh, every time you want to go to Amazon and you will just automatically be taken to our affiliate code and everything you buy will benefit us. Uh, and of will course, benefit you as listeners. Yeah, in a roundabout way. Yeah. I mean, it'll benefit the listeners if they want to keep hearing me talk. If they don't well, want to keep hearing me talk, like this whole whole thing for the last like minute and a half here has been pretty much shooting us in the foot. <laughs> well, you know, the only thing I want to ask is please don't buy any coffins. That really makes my girlfriend. Uh, I think we she doesn't like that. I think yes, we I'm... took the coffin off the Massey Attack list. Uh, okay. TFRadio.net slash Massey Attack if you want to Good. send Don some care package items. Good, because that they kind of upset her. She didn't really care for that. So can we you. can we wear can we are there like catnip uh, pads that 
you can stick on yourself so Matthew like can attack patch? you. Yeah, yeah. Just so, just so you know, I know they have catnip you can put on stuff. So if you can actually like attach it to Don, I'm sure that'll uh, ensue so a, is an it attack. Like, is it like so, an oil in the catnip that the cats respond to? Like, what is it in the catnip that has that effect? Because like, if it's an oil, you could probably they probably like extract and bottle that. Catnip doesn't really work on him. He's never been a he. He'll sniff it. He'll roll around for a second. He's like, I'm done, and then he'll walk off. I guess it's like the people that just don't respond particularly well to marijuana. It's like, yeah. yep, that's a thing I did. Yeah, it's just he's like, oh, this is something interesting. Oh, it's this stuff. Okay, we'll walk away. We had a cat uh, like that, and then one year, my uh, aunt and uncle uh, gave us a organic catnip mouse that they got from uh basically from a gift pa- a package they got because they're shareholders in Procter and Gamble and we could not keep the cat away from that thing so <laughs> that's yeah so it may just be that you're you're uh, you got to find the right strain of catnip and that and then everything will be fine we'll have to get Brian to add organic catnip to the uh to the wish list may as well so you just hate when your cats have expensive tastes uh, so <laughs> I mean, it would be better Donanomics if he sold his blood rather than let Massey have it. But you know, that's mm. true. Okay, uh, Rob, do you do you think anybody that knows me would want my blood? Well, like, I mean, I mean, really, fans are weird. Massey apparently does for one, but I was thinking more like you know, selling sell plasma. plasma and things like that. I, I was not thinking about you well, know. I did that. I did that. Headmaster Don's blood, but I don't think it's impossible <laughs> that somebody would want that. Yeah, I just don't. Want well, to I mean, know. I did. I did sell some plasma in college to try to pay for a very expensive book because it was it was like twice what the, what the quoted price was. Mm. So I did have to go sell some plasma for that in college, but I was a lot healthier then, so to speak. Mm. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, we can't offer you Don's Plasma, but if you join our Patreon, uh, we can offer you some benefits, uh, like access to the exclusive patron Discord channel, uh, access to the live streams of It's a Don Deal every week, uh, that and more at uh, patreon.com slash tfradio. Uh, thanks so much to all of our patrons who help keep us uh, producing content like this, the Toy Detectives, the News Desk. Uh, we really, really, really could not do half the stuff probably like 90% of the stuff we couldn't do without you. Uh, and on that note, it's time to thank our patrons at the touch level. So thank you, Kevin Dorsey, Sean Bratton, Jacob Owen Lutia. Hope I got that right this time. Uh, thank you, Sean Hamilton, Jason W. Rye, Mike Mallory, Jason Hiley, Jonathan James, Matthew Dedman, Hector Bones, Brian Cooper, Nathan Samprey, Spider Bob, Rabbits, Emmett Shresevich, I believe I got that right. Gaming Fix with two X's. Patrick Davidson and Joey Russell. Sounds like we have some new ones on there, so thank you. I Yeah, I think we might. Um, Brian did not point out specifically uh, before the show, but yeah, I think some of those names do sound uh, new for this week. So if you're a new patron or you've up to the, patr- uh, the Touch Patrons tier, uh, since last time, thank you so much. And again, thank you to everyone. Uh, Brian has just uh, chimed in in the Skype chat, not this week. But again, thank you to everybody who has joined our Patreon uh, at the touch level or any level. We appreciate you so, so much. 
Uh, you can find all of these names at tfradio.net slash credits to review uh, our supporters at any given time. Uh, and of course, uh, once a month, we do acknowledge all of our patrons uh, at all of our tiers. Uh, so let's see, I've already plugged Patreon pretty well. So uh, you can follow us on Twitter at uh, TF Radio or at TF Radio on Twitter. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram. I don't know the addresses to the Facebook or the Instagram off the top of my head because I'm just reading off of a bullet point list here that lists the services we're on, but not how to get to them because Brian has all that memorized, but I don't. We're there, um, trust us. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you search on YouTube for Radio Free Cybertron, you'll find us. Um, we have a Roku channel. I don't have any idea how that works, but we have it, and Brian talks about that, and so it's there. You can if you if you Roku, we've got a channel for that. Um, Tfradio.net slash Roku. Yeah, that's probably right. It is right. Um, <laughs> Fire TV, Apple Podcast, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. I mean, what aren't we on except maybe a potato? We're on a potato. Damn. <laughs> Uh, you can find this episode at tfradio.net slash 677. Uh, you'll be able to find the complete show notes that we work from. Um, maybe not super complete because I threw some stuff in on here that was not on the show notes uh, during the course of the show. So uh, good luck to Brian trying to account for that going back posting the show. I like to help like that. Sorry, Brian. <laughs> I'm not sorry. Uh, if you would like to uh, get in touch with us, we have a voicemail line at 931-99-GOBOT. 931-994-6268. You can leave us a voicemail or send a text message. Um, let's see, Rob Springer is not here. You can find him at zonebase.org or at RoboRobSpringer on Twitter. Um, Don, how do people get a hold of you? I can be reached on Twitter at HMRC, the number four, EBR. Diecast. Uh, you can reach me on Twitter at Diecast2. You can also like my Facebook page at Reviews by Diecast, and you can see all my reviews, which hopefully is going to include those cards that I got soon, TCG cards, at tfradio.net slash reviews. Rob, plug your stuff. Okay. Um, on Twitter, figure viewers and Rob Flails. On YouTube, Flailthroughs. Uh, YouTube.com slash Flailthroughs will get you there. I cover Gundam Battle Operation 2. It is a free-to-play Gundam shooter uh, set in the Universal Century, if that means anything to you. Uh, this week's mobile suit was the Balanok Saman, which is still ugly, but also really interesting to play. So And say. Yes. And, uh, well, there's a reason I wrote this bologna sandwich in the thumbnail. But uh, beyond that, um... If you like what I do there, patreon.com slash flailthroughs, you can throw me money and I will take requests for specific mobile suits, colors, uh, schemes, what have you. And um, lastly, uh, I also have an Amazon wish list, which benefits both me and uh, and the show, which, you know, ultimately, Chris and who, everybody else benefits from that. And that is tfradio.net slash claylist. Uh, and I am apparently failing to words at this point, but um, I do have a birthday coming up in about three weeks. So may as well mention that mention that. Yeah. I, I think that's a thing worth plugging. Yeah. John, you want to, you want to plug? Uh, yeah. That John D everywhere. That's it. 
so so simple and concise. It's it's amazing. You know what's not simple and concise though? My plugs. Uh, so I do photography, toy photography. Uh, you can find my collected works at playwithphotography.com. Uh, there are galleries, articles, guides. Basically, anytime I think of something that I want to say about doing photography of toys or other small scale stuff, or if I like something and take pictures of it, want to share them, it'll show up on play with playwithphotography.com sooner or later. Uh, in between that, I'm on social media uh, on Twitter at play with uh, play with photos. I think. Damn, I gotta get my cheat sheet out. I was gonna hope to do this off the top of my head. Um. Let's see. I also have a Patreon, but I probably shouldn't do that off the top of my head. I'm doing really great here. I can't even find my uh, cheat sheet. Um, at I play with make photos, a cheat uh, sheet. At play with photos on Twitter and Instagram.com slash play with photography. Uh, Just add it to the show notes. Me or him? Either of you. Yeah, I guess both of them. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my uh, social media, I will post random photos that I take as I'm testing stuff or just, you know, messing around with things. That that happens a lot when I'm in the process of uh, trying to get a gallery together because usually from one session to the next, it uh, ends up being that, like, things that worked last time just don't seem to work quite the same the next time, even though I don't change anything else. It's, um, it's perplexing and also kind of frustrating. If you would like to, um, you know, help me feel better about that and support what I'm doing, uh, you can contribute to my Patreon at patreon.com slash playwithphotos. And yes, that is correct. I just looked. Um, for as little as $2 per month, you can kick in a little bit, help me to keep doing the stuff I'm doing. Um, higher tiers come with other rewards. And um, that's pretty much it. Personally, I'm on Twitter at ChrisRTXV. I also have an Amazon wish list, tfradio.net slash chrislist. Um, I don't have a birthday coming up, so get Rob something for his. And of course, you can find Brian Kilby's various works uh, at briankilby.com, and he's on Twitter at bkilby. Thank you. Where his where his hammer bite jokes are the bane of my existence. Good. Yeah, I figured that was the best compliment I could pay <laughs> you on that. Well, I I love him. I'm sorry that I, I think I've rubbed off Maybe on Brian. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually jealous of some of them, you know, you know, some of them are just really, really good. So, right. So unless anybody has anything else for this week, I think that'll do it for us because, um, Paladin's just posted the opening to vampires in the discord. And I, I'm pretty sure that's the universal sign to end the show. No, it's the universal sign to, I won't say, but no, that is no, no, that's hard. That's no. I had someone convinced once that vampires was like completely fictitious, like it, the show never existed. They they refused to believe that such a thing had ever been made. And have we seen episodes of it? Like I I don't blame them, but I I will affirm <laughs> it is a thing that existed. It exists, and it, it sh along with the uh, Malaysian dub, it should be burned. Every copy should be should be dredged up and burned. Okay, now that you say that, I'm going to have to look at this. <laughs> Thanks for watching and, and or listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. This has been Radio Free Cybertron. Visit us at tfradio.net for show notes and to subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at tfradio for news and updates. Watch our live stream at tfradio.net slash live. Join our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash tfradio. 
subscribe to our YouTube channel, TF Radio Network. Have a question or comment? Leave it on our Facebook fan page or mail it to contact at tfradio.net. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons license. Any part of this podcast can and should be redistributed, but please, proper attribution is required if you know what's good for you. Jeez, what are these guys ever going to move out of their parents' basements?